Hello and welcome to the Dear Twenties podcast. I am your host, Ebony Clough. I hope you're all having a very lovely week. But in today's episode, we have a very special guest and that is Lib White. Hello, how are you going? <laughs> Lib's a little nervous to be on here. I'm very nervous. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, we'll crush it, don't worry. So this is the second episode to the little... Navigating Your 20s series that I wanted to do where I interview my friends and family to give experiences about their 20s and, you know, just shed some light on everything because everyone I know is doing something different in their 20s. We also have another special guest in the car. (laughs) We're filming this. (laughs) We're currently filming this in the car to meet up with Lib before she actually leaves the country. So this is trying to record in the car. So we'll see how it goes. But we do have a little special guest, Kayla. Before we get into this episode, you already know we just got to do our song of the day and something new. So, Lib, what is your song of the day? My song of the day is I'm a Kid by Jadu Hart. That would be the song that I would recommend everyone to listen to. Mm -hmm. Kayla, what's your song of the day? Well, look, it's because you haven't had any of this artist yet and I feel it's really disrespectful. (laughs) Harry Styles. Obviously, the one and only. Just keep driving. And my song of the day is going to be Took by Kid Travis. Kid Travis is actually bringing out a lot of new stuff, and his stuff is pretty damn vibey. So, love. I will add all three of those songs to the song of the day playlist on Spotify. It'll be in the show notes if you want to give it a listen. Check out these songs. So should. Then, Lib, what's your something new? My something new is moving to Canada. Mm, That is my something new. Yeah, is that all you want to say about your something new? Right now. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah, for now, it's all I need to say. Okay. Kayla, what's your something new? So, I successfully completed... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I told this woman she can't come on here and start lying. She nearly had us fooled before. Yeah, I, I literally lying. thought she did a heart bypass. Yeah. <laughs> I like, remember, that's not even her job. I was like, fuck, you just take samples at work. Now you're, like, operating on yeah. people? <laughs> Shit. Well, I learned that I'm not really a big fan of kiwi fruit is that new really? yeah that's yeah new. not about it why just makes my tongue fuzzy oh okay actually not a vibe saying that you know how when you eat pineapple and it like makes your tongue oh, did you see yeah, yeah so the reason why is when you put it under a microscope it's got all these sharp little shards under it so it literally is oh it's hurting yeah. yeah no wonder sometimes pineapple can be a bit vicious yeah <laughs> have you got you something new kayla before we move on this lady was so adamant, and I said, adamant? Adamant. She was trying to say for adamant. ages. Oh, my. Adamant. Adamant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just something new. All right, so something new. Um, Ebony helped me find out how to say the word adam, adam, adamant. Adamant. Yeah. Wait, how were you saying it before, Kayla? Yes. Eminent. Oh, eminent. Omnent, too. She said omnent. Evident. Yeah. That's another word. Eminent. Some eminent? other word. She was adamant. Adamant. She was adamant. Yeah, all right. Well, let's move straight into the questions. First of all, Lib, tell us a little bit about you. Who is Lib White? Who is Lib White? What a great question. Mm. I don't even know where to start. Where do I start with that question? Well, where where do you live? If we're going back that far. Yeah, go on. Give us okay. a little Okay. Well, backstory. I grew up in Rainbow Beach. Mm-hmm. I went to school in Gympie where I met Eb. Yes. And our friend Kayla, who's yes. also our guest. <laughs> we all went to school together. Yeah. And then I, I was supposed to just do like gap year after school and in school I was like pretty adamant of what I wanted to do and then use the word adamant (laughs) (laughs) and then yeah just been the last couple of years I kind of didn't do the norm and just study I went and started traveling I guess and that's a bit about me so far yeah and Liv you're a twin yes I am a twin (laughs) I have a twin brother 
That's crazy. Yeah. Growing up, I don't think I knew anything different. I just thought of him as, as like a brother. I don't think of it like being a twin because he he's just a brother to me. He's just an older brother. Yeah, fair. And I like, like maybe if it was like a twin sister. Yeah, or it would be a bit different because we'd when like we're similar for yeah. sure in like the way of like our personalities and how we like address situations and we get along really well now. Yeah. School was a different story. Yeah, you guys did, didn't really Ooh, like each other did in not school. like each other in school. <laughs> but that was really hard navigating that, especially when you're going through that year, those years of like hormones and yeah, you know, you're just trying to fit in. So yeah, I give us I give a little backstory, but all of us girls went to high school together. We all ended up moving to Brisbane. We did, and Lib ended up leaving and went to the snow and has been here there and everywhere and this is like the second time we've met up with you in since years yeah (laughs) so it's really exciting when we get the chance and we had to have another chance before you left yeah i'm so so happy and thank you for inviting me onto your podcast i feel so happy and so like flattered that you even wanted to interview me It was probably the most nerve-wracking thing ever going against the grain. And, like, I remember having this conversation with my mum. After moving to Brisbane, I was living at Brisbane. I came home for a weekend and I'm being like to mum, I'm like, I'm about to do something I never thought I would do. I'm about to not go to uni. And that was, like, a 2 a.m. talk of, like, tears. So, like, trust me, it was a crazy, like... (laughs) Yeah. Crazy couple conversations to get to what I'm doing, but yeah. yeah. And you're here. Well, that actually leads me straight into my next question. I was going to say, what did you do at university? Because you went so, for a little while. I, so I actually never went. Oh, you never went? No. Oh. So after my first season, I was like, okay, time to do the study thing. I'll go. I'll move to Brisbane. I'll, first season of the snow? Yeah. Yep. So I did my first season. I'll do it in my gap year. I was doing it in my mm-hmm. gap year. And I was like, okay, ready, Lib, go to get your life together, go to uni. Moved to Brisbane, got a job at South Bank lifeguarding. Mm-hmm. And I was enrolled to start at QUT doing sport and exercise science. Mm-hmm. And I was literally like 10 days out from O-Week and like starting. And I was just like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. And so didn't do it. Didn't do it. Oh, shit. I was like enrolled in all my classes. I was ready to go. I was just woke up and I was like, I don't want to live in Brisbane for the next four years. Mm-hmm. And I just had such a fun season and I don't want to be here. Fair. So I literally. stuck to it. Yeah, so I was like, Mum, I'm moving back home for a week. And then in that week, I'm getting my stuff together to move down to the south coast of New South Wales. That's wild. That's so exciting. So that's what I did. Oh my God, no. But, but yeah, I'm really proud of you for, for leaving. That's and how it so started. You, yeah, you went to the snow. Hey, yeah. you went back to the snow. So I went back to the snow. So I did, after those first few months on the south coast, I was like, I'm going to go back and do another season, but I'll do something different. So I'll work for the actual like snowfield like perisher mm-hmm. um and i went into lift operating and i just loved it the pay was shit such shit pay but the friends that i made i was like i've got to come back here and do it again yeah so i literally did the season had the best time of my life i was like i was still enrolling in uni every <laughs> six months because i was like i'm gonna keep the option open i'm yeah. not gonna be this person that just does snow seasons for, for the rest of their life i'm actually gonna you know get i'm gonna get that degree yeah. i'm gonna have something to my name no, I just kept deferring. I deferred like four or five times. And it was like last year was the first time that I stopped kidding myself and that I didn't enroll in a university. And I actually just was like, Lib, you're not going to run. You're not going to yeah. <laughs> So I didn't enroll and I'm stuck with not enrolling now. Which is but fine. University is always going to be there if you ever want to yeah, get back. It's not going so anywhere. You can start uni at any age yeah. too. I think there's a lot of pressure for us to start uni like straight away after school. Oh, school definitely puts you in that like pushes yeah for for sure my question to lib is did you board or ski i boarded 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you ever try skiing? Um, <laughs> I was skiing when I was younger, but mm. then I was like, I did my first season and I was like, I'm not going to ski, I'm going to board. So I bought all the equipment oh. thinking, so I couldn't back out even if I hated it. Okay, but I ended yeah. up loving it, so that's this how is, I... Yeah, this is something that I'm thinking, when I go to the snow, what am I going to do? You should really board. Okay. Should mm. you? I didn't realise how expensive snow gear is and so expensive. I did not realise. I... You have to pay... Like a day pass or yeah. like a season pass. That's why a lot yeah. of people, if you ever look and you like the amount of people, it, do yeah. a season, they're all between literally 18 and 26. And it's okay, because yeah. literally we can't afford to do what we're doing. We have to work. So uh, like okay, that's yeah. why every like person that is around like a ski field or something like that is relatively young because we all want to live the lifestyle of boarding every day, but we can't yeah. afford it. So, you're so we work for too. the, we work for the man so then yeah. we can do it. Yeah, heaps of people ski. You can ski, Kayla. It's okay. People ski and board. It's easier to ski, but harder to master. And it's harder to learn to board, but it's easier to master. That's what they say. Mm. So it's all about style with boarding, I think. And then skiing is more like one you nail skiing. It's so much more impressive. Right. Had you ever gone to the snow before? I did it. Yeah. I went once on a family holiday. Oh, shit. And then you were there for like months on end. Yeah. I've done like, well, I just did my fifth season. So yeah. That's wild crazy fun what was the hardest thing about moving because i guess you were kind of in a phase like i want to go to school because that's what i'm being told but i kind of want to be actually doing something else how did you kind of like i guess muster up the courage to actually to actually move and to actually go through with it so straight after school i moved to hobart and i was there for five months Mm -hmm. and that one was a pretty easy move because i was living with a family member i was living with my cousin i think that one was easy because i was like you know what you know i'm with someone that i know can't be that bad and like i loved hobart i literally i want to go so bad would recommend it to anybody tasmania is amazing after that i got applied for the job working at the lodge at the snow i've always just been a thought in the background being like yeah one day i'll do a season like whatever and then I actually just was like, no, I'm actually going to do it. I don't have any of the equipment. I don't have anything. I Like, what do I have to lose? Just yeah. do it. And everyone says that it's the most fun ever. And I was like, yeah, like, I'm sure it will be. Like, and it's only four months of my life. It's true. And, yeah. like, worst comes to worst. I always told myself, worst comes to worst. It's just you, four months. You just, it's four months. Or you go home. Or you just, yes. you, something else will happen. Like, yeah. it's no, nothing is ever set in stone. I think that's what I tell myself. That's yeah. how I made the move. And every move after that has always been... What do you have to lose? Like, what's the worst case scenario? And worst comes to worst, say hello to mum and dad again for yeah. a couple of, couple of weeks <laughs> and you sort out the next move after that. Like, you know, I'm very fortunate and I know how fortunate I am in that situation to be able to go back to my parents if I really need to and stay with them for a week or two to figure out my next move. Yeah. But usually I just jump onto the next rock whenever it... Yeah, literally. You know? And I guess it's also like... Something's always going to work out in the end. Literally. As long as you're giving it a shot, there's always going to work out. And also, the the amount of opportunities that opens up to you when you do leave, there's always something that you can. You've got to leave your hometown at least. You've got to. You've got to. (laughs) And, like, don't get me wrong, I love home. It's great. I've been there now for five days since moving back from the sunny coast. That's something that's been so impressive because you just kind of like, you just do it. You just go for it. And I think that's something that stops people a lot of the time is they're really scared and nervous about going and doing it but I mean it all pays off in the end can say 100% I've never regretted one of the moves that I've done like I've never regretted so far in my life anything that I've done which is great because either way it's I've learned so much from it regardless of where I've been who I've lived with like who I've met the jobs that I've had Mm -hmm. there has been so much opportunity and so much like growth in those areas that I don't regret any of the things that I've done so far because of that 
can you talk about a little bit like how you went about moving because I think that's also something that really scares people is trying to find somewhere to live and like knowing what areas or like how to yeah live in different areas. well with the snow it was really easy because I was working for like Parisha being a big organization they do staff com so that was easy staff com was always my way in because it was just hard to find accommodation when you weren't in staff com in the in Jindabyne but accommodation otherwise was literally just like word of mouth and putting yourself out there. But recently I did try my luck on flatmates mm-hmm. for the Sunshine Coast. Oh, Sunshine Coast, yeah. Yeah, and it worked out so well, like so well. I don't know where I got the guts to even put like live with randoms. Yeah. Because I've always kind of lived with people like through word of mouth and being like, oh, my friend is looking for a room or they're really great. You should put them in. Like I've kind of always gotten places like that. And then I was like, no, I want to be on the Sunshine Coast. I don't really know anyone, but I'm just going to move there anyway and I need a room. So I'll just do one thing at a time. I'll get the room. The friends will come later. Yeah. And literally the first place that I – it wasn't even in Queensland when I applied for the room. And I think I was in Tassie at the time. I literally was like, hey, um, can I FaceTime you quickly? Like, if you guys want to meet me, I'll, you know, I'm happy to do it whenever. But, like, I'd love to apply for the room. And, like, yep. Had the phone call. Took four minutes. They hung up. And I was like, great. That did not go well. That was a four-minute phone call. And that is not enough time to get to know me. And then they, like, messaged me back, like, six minutes later. And they're like, yeah, we'll give you the room. And I was just like. Oh, win. (laughs) Yeah, winning. I was just like, no way. And then I was like, great, I'm about to leave with a bunch of randoms. I don't know how they are, what yeah. they're like, but I was like, look, you'll find out. It can't be worse than what I've already gone yeah. through. Yeah. Living with seasons, you kind of have to get yeah, accustomed that's right. to you, everyone. You're really close in the Yeah, lente. you're like paying a ridiculous amount and like having four people to a room. Yeah, that's crazy. Something ridiculous. Or like they're about to change it now. I've just heard from other friends that are still doing seasons and they put six people in a room. Are the um, rooms getting bigger? No, they're staying the oh, same. Shit. Yeah, and I was like, that's sh- that's shocking. Yeah, that's literally in the way of like finding rooms. Yeah, flatmates was great. I okay, yeah. rate it, but okay. yeah, I've been be very safe about it. Yeah, definitely be safe about it. Do your research. Like, don't like. I was very lucky. Just you know, it worked out for me. Yeah, but do your research. And obviously, if you know people, and word of mouth helps go so far. And that's yeah. another thing about putting yourself out there. The more people you meet, the, yeah. And what's it say? It's like what's that saying? The six points of contact, or like you know, it's all it needs. Yeah, it's six points of contact. I think it is. Yeah, I think that's the saying. But it's like all it takes for you, like. Knowing six people can get you so far in oh, okay, different yeah. aspects of your life yeah. because everyone knows everyone. Oh. Jumping on those connections when you when you meet them. Yeah. Well, I guess I kind of move straight into the next question I have is like, how have you gone about making friends in adulthood? Because I think it's really quite hard and something people are afraid to do. Yeah. Once you leave school, because you know you see those people every day, like you yeah. kind of have to make friends with the people you go to school with. But it's like a given. Yeah. As soon as you leave school or uni or college, like, how do you make friends? from there or um, what was your go-to it's a really really good question <laughs> just being so open and mm-hmm. like open to anybody and, and being just so kind I'm not embarrassed about going up to people that I don't know I'm very much fake it till you make it I could be shitting myself or sweaty palms but I'm like no Lid, like just go out of your way and say hello and just being kind goes a long way this coffee shop behind me, for instance, yeah. right now, I remember the first time I moved here, I was like, hey, how you going? And they're like, what's, what's your coffee? And I told them, and I was like, what's your name? I just moved here. They told me, and then now I'm on a f- first name basis with my barista. Stuff like that. I think it's just putting yourself out there in situations where you normally wouldn't and jumping on every interaction and saying yes to everything you get invited to because that's how you're meeting people through people. 
And working in places like hospitality and retail is also really yeah. great because, you know, you're meeting so many people every single day and you get to know like locals and regulars and all that type of thing. And I think that would probably be my biggest advice is just being kind, being really friendly, being open, but also like putting yourself in the situation to meet more people. Yeah. Perfect advice to give someone. And I think that's something that you've always done through high school as well. Like Lib was always the really kind person. Lib would had nothing bad to say about anybody. <laughs> she would never even say the word hate. Like you were just like no, so against it. Word. You were just so lovely and kind oh, to thanks, so many guys. people. I've changed a little bit now. <laughs> Strongly dislike. Yeah, that's what you'd say. Strongly <laughs> yeah, I dislike. did. I remember saying, guys, we can strongly dislike. We can't hate. Yeah. <laughs> it's so sweet. And I think, yeah, hospitality is a really great place. So great. Meeting people that are like-minded. Yeah. That was also being in situations like the snow, for instance. I was with people that obviously we cared about snowboarding. We cared about similar interests. already interest. had We interest. already had, yeah. and that was so much easier to make friendships and, like, yeah. talking about stuff. Like, when you find people, like, of common interest or what you like, obviously it's going to be a lot easier. So, like, that's a great way as well. If you're moving somewhere and you say you like netball, join a netball team. Yeah. There's a heap of people right there that want to be your friend probably because they all enjoy netball. Like, you already have that one thing yeah. in common. And then just go from there. It's hard. No, but it's so it's so daunting. Don't get me wrong. I say all this, but, like, it is daunting. Most nine times out of ten, I'm nervous. But yeah. I'm also, like, I'm either going to come out of this with a new friend. Or some new skills. Or, yeah, yeah. And, that, and it's no skin off my nose. Yeah, like, exactly. So it... Exactly. Either way, it's like, well, I tried. You're missing, yeah, and you're missing shot. out on a good friendship right here. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, you know, just take it in your stride. Either way. Yeah. Exactly. And I guess all of it's just practice and learning. It'll get yeah. easier as you do it. And it does. Trust me. Now I I can talk to a brick wall. So, what has been your motto or something that you lived by in your twenties to help you get through? What I do live by is that nine nine percent of things I worry about will never happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually have that tattooed on me, yeah, 99%. It. It's really cute. Because what is the worst thing that can happen? I'm a really anxious person. Mm-hmm. So, like, the fact that I need to remind myself in situations sometimes that, like, it's all in my head. Like, literally, what is the worst case scenario? Yeah. And with that worst case scenario, 99% chance that's actually going to happen. Like, yeah. is it actually going to happen? It's 9% chance that's not going to happen. Yeah, everything always like, seems a lot worse in your head. So much worse. And I think that's probably the, my like my motto of life is like, live 99% of the things that I worry about will never happen. So just do it. Just do it. Just do What's it. That's the worst I can come from it. Literally. Exactly. And I think that kind of, I tried to film like a little episode before this and I was saying how I was starting to get really anxious again. Like I was so anxious and worried to go, to the servo to clean out my car because I was like I've never been before this is somewhere new people are going to stare at me people are going to think this is weird like what is this girl doing trying to vacuum out our car like I was so nervous and I played out all these scenarios in my head I was so scared to do it because it was something new that oh, I'd never done oh and that's done. just like normal I think that's just us being human yeah and like, it's so simple but we automatically think the worst fine. like I'm like would never consider myself being really cynical yeah. I would never think I would be like when I described myself, I would not say, oh, I'm pretty cynical. Yeah. But for some reason, when I'm going into situations and, like, I come across really, like, confident and ready to go and, like, talking to people. Yeah. But I am already have thought about the worst case scenario. Fair. Okay. And, yeah. like, which is not what you guys should do. Do not do that. <laughs> like, obviously, do not think like that. Think best case scenario because most of the time the best case scenario does happen. Yeah. But I guess me being anxious, I've already thought about the worst case. So that's yeah. why, I like... I say 99% of these things aren't ever going to happen that I think is worst case. And it's always turned out way better. Well, yeah, exactly. That's my motto. Back to the, like, car wash. It was fine. Yeah. There was no issues. 
at all. There was another lady doing it to her car as well. And I was See? like, okay, I'm fine. She's a friend. Exactly. The only thing I did do was... <laughs> and but It I, was a little bit strange. I mean, I was fine. The only thing I did was accidentally whack my horn with my butt when I was trying to like... So, so daunting. You know? <laughs> but I was like, oh, you know what? Nobody's even paying attention. My vacuum's too loud. Like, I can't no see anything else. I'm and that's fine. it. No one's paying attention. No, like, everybody's no one, too focused in their own you know little world. word I really, really love yeah. that kind of means exactly this? What? Sonder. Okay. Because if you look it up in the dictionary, this is going to be a very rough, like, definition. Mm-hmm. But it pretty much describes that you are living a life as vivid and as amazing as everybody else around you. Mm-hmm. You're just, like, another little blimp in that person's life. They don't even know you're there. Because nice you've got your own shit going on and so does everybody else. Yeah. So, like, doesn't matter what the fuck they think. Just keep doing what you're doing. Like, no one's paying attention. Like, you, like this person right here behind us. They're in our story right now, and there'll be a moment of this t- point in time. Yeah. They have no idea that they're making, they're in the background of this moment, and we could be the same for them. Exactly. That's another great thing to live by. Like, just you know, you're just doing your own thing, like everybody else yeah. is. And exactly, I think something else is like you do something embarrassing, I guess, say in public, mm. and you think, oh, that person's gonna remember it forever. But like, yeah. seriously, how many times do you remember something embarrassing that somebody does? Like, hardly ever. You like, literally never. Just go past. What's yours, Eb? Now, just because of curiosity. My motto? Yeah. I don't know. I think at the moment it... What's wrong? Your motto? It's on your leg. Oh. <laughs> she started pointing at me and I was like, what is she doing? I guess you could say that's my motto. The universe gives you what you can handle. Is something I'd tell myself that's all the time. That's really great. And especially if I was going through something really tough. You're just going through it. Yeah. You're just going, going through, through it. it. And you just remember, like, the universe gives me what you can handle. I can get through this. It's not going to give me something that that's I couldn't That's really get through. great. Otherwise, at the moment, I'm just saying, it's not that serious. It's not that deep. Is you know what? One. Also, very true. It's Everything is, serious. it's, it's all about deep. mindset. Yeah, which I hate, but it is true. It sucks. I hate mindset. I hate it when some. yeah, I exactly. I hate this cryptic <laughs> bullshit of mindset. But like, it's a fact. It works. It's oh, told and talked it, about because it works. And like, don't get me wrong. Whatever. I believe it a little bit. But like, <laughs> I don't want to believe it. I yeah. just want to be doing my own thing. But it is. It's all about, it's like waking up you can choose to be mad you can choose to be sad you can yeah. choose to be happy yeah it's in everything yeah like and it guess if we're getting deep here but i'm just saying though yeah it, you know everything in life will come down to how you perceive it as as hard as it is to see always the positive side in a situation and a circumstance there is always going to be some positives along there oh absolutely and some lessons learned and something like that you can always take something out of everything even if you can't see it right now for sure i think it's another one kayla do you have a motto for life i just try to be as positive as you can be you know also good to remember that you know oh it's not that bad oh what a great day i love going into work and being like oh it's gonna be such a great day maybe my motto is expecting every day to be great it's yeah. like having no expectations or never disappointed. So every day's great. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's okay. If you guys can hear cars going past and or my aircon or my car on, I do apologize. Like we said, this is like a spontaneous. We've got to do what we got to do. Exactly. We've got to do what we got to do. And honestly, I think it's working. Do it for the plot. Do it for the plot. That's something that's what I'm living by as That's well. something Big. I did used to live by for quite a while was do it for the plot. And I think I... I slowed down a little bit because I was going a little too crazy for the plot. And also the, the, <laughs> the plot gets a little... Sad and a little, it's like an emotional roller coaster, and I'm just not always here for the plot. Fair. So, you're um, not here for the plot. Sometimes I do it for the plot, but the plot can get a bit. A little out of control. Yeah. (laughs) No, I think that's also something, do it for the plot kind of fits in with something else. We often kind of get in our heads too much and forget that 
we can do whatever the fuck we want. Nothing's in, nothing's set in stone. No, and we can do whatever. Like if plans change, that's great. Plans are meant to change. I think, like you said, it's not that deep. No. And like that was a huge realization for me. Like when I was realizing that I was not about to be going to uni. Like that, that shit rocked my boat mm. hard. Like yeah, I, that, well, kind of ever it was told? like five years of my whole beliefs being like, no, you're going to uni. You're going to uni. You're pretty much a failure if you don't. But you got to go to uni. You got to go to uni. Yeah, I think that's and then I did way too much. Yeah, and that's just not true at all. I did my gap year. I was gonna go to uni, and I just decided that's not like where I want to be. What I want to be doing. Well, it's what I want to be doing, but not now. Yeah, like, which is okay. And maybe so you don't okay. even do that in this lifetime. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe this is what you're meant to be doing this lifetime and the next lib will go to school. Yeah, and, do it and like, and that is so fine. Like, I'm happy. I'm doing what I want to do. And like, but that was such a huge realisation and a huge thing mentally to get over that it's like, holy crap, I'm not doing the society's norm yep. of yep. going to university. Yep. Like, and like my mum, I remember she looked like talking to me and she's like, Lib, I don't know where this pressure came from. Like, where did this pressure come from? I know we never gave it to you. Like, yeah. we were always happy, like, for you to do whatever you wanted and bless their cotton socks. They are very supportive of whatever I want to do. I said to him, I was like, it's not you. It's, I think I put so much pressure on myself because yeah. I expected so much of myself to be doing what I considered to be successful. And by doing that, I had to go to uni. Yeah. And that's not it at all. Like, no, there's so many different so places many more you avenues, can find success. So many more avenues in life. Look at people now and, like, being influencers. But, like, you know what I mean, though? Like, yeah. stuff like this, Ed, like, doing what you're doing, like, this is a source of happiness and in that form is a source of success. Yeah. In, like, the purest form. In a form of abundance as well. Yeah. That's another thing, I guess, because that's why I wanted to start these series and interview my friends and things because I know most of us haven't gone down... The that, norm. The norm or, yeah. what, like, that societal pressure as to what we've been told we need to be doing in our 20s and even for my friends that are doing that like that's great on you because I know that's actually what they wanted to do yeah but for many of us as well like that's not the path that we wanted to take and I think we need to be told that like that's okay and it is okay it's so okay don't get me wrong like we said earlier like so envious of people that have something to their name yeah but if that's not what you want to do you don't have to do it yeah no one's forcing you to do it and and nothing's set in stone if you wake up one day and you're like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, no, what? No, I'm going to study. Go with it. Yeah. Friggin' world's your oyster. Exactly it is. And even if you're, like, worried about success, you're going to find success in other ways. Like, having a degree does not make you successful. No, and that's not what I had to realise. I'm like, that wasn't going to make me successful. Hmm. Like, having friendships in my life, I think I consider to be such a success. Or, like, having certain like attributes i don't like you know there's so many other things that you can class in your life to be successful and money isn't one of them don't get me wrong it helps with things yeah it's not a way now that i class as success Mm. but then again you know whatever floats your boat if that's how you rule like things by being successful all the power to you yeah no judgment this question's kind of off topic but i feel like it also kind of flows in with this do you think this is your first life or do you think you've already lived many lives before? I think I've... Oh, I've never really thought about that. Mm. But considering who I am as a person, I reckon I've lived one life before. Only because, like, I'm kind of an old soul. Yeah. In that way. And I don't... I could have... I don't really crave going out. Fair, yeah. I don't so you think crave, you've, like, already done all of that type yeah, of thing? Like, that's not what you want Like, that's not the appeal do. to me. Rather, a chill night in. Mm-hmm. That's a really good question. Have I lived this like? A, is this my first life? I think I've lived two. I just think I lived one. You're I was old. really old. 
like that's if I could put it but if I could live another life I wish it I wish it was going to be like following on that do you reckon this is your last life or do you think no you're going you're going to live a lot more nah I reckon this is my last life you think this is your last life yeah because I think because I'm trying to squeeze in so much of my life right now Fair that okay. I never thought I would well, I don't know why I'm finding all this pressure for me too like I'm okay after this I'm not slowing down one bit like in the way of travel yeah okay. I have a feeling for some reason that yeah I don't I don't expect I like there's so much more I want to do and I don't think I'm slowing down the slightest in that way so I think yeah I don't think I'm gonna have another life after this I just thought it was an interesting question Kayla do you reckon you've lived one like lived in a life before is this your first time yeah I reckon I reckon probably quite a few like, it's yeah. one thing that I've never really thought of. Like, no, neither. How long has the world been it. around? Like, you would think, how many souls are there? If oh. Am I coming back as a person? Or, like, or had, was I a person animals? before? You could be animals. But that is, oh my God. This if is you such start a big going topic. down reincarnation, because then there's like all these different things of people can't go from animals or like there's all these different beliefs oh, okay. to it. Yeah. And I'm then there's like, now. there's like past life. Yeah, this is deep. Too deep? Okay, that's fine. We can take it back. <laughs> I just wanted to question because I think that's interesting. I definitely have thought about it a couple times. No, I love the oh. question. I'm just going to summarize that I don't know if I actually have. I feel like I might have, mm. but I definitely think this is my last. Okay. I think this is probably one of my... I think I've definitely lived maybe one or two before, but I don't think this is my last. I think I don't know enough. Like, I think I'm still learning wow. how to kind of carry myself in some yeah. situations. And so I think that's why... You're still learning. I'm pretty. I'm pretty fresh. Yeah. But also, I think. Love there's that. There's a lot more. I go. love that. That's a really yeah, great. I think. Great question. Yeah, see, I love that. I would love to. I hope I was a healer. More. A healer. Mm-hmm. I reckon you were. I reckon you've yeah. always been so kind from the get-go that I think. <gasps> guys are making me blush. What do you think? Because you're moving to Canada very, very soon. Yes, I am. Two and, and a half you- weeks. Yeah, two and a half weeks. And you're going to be gone for two years. Two years? Yeah. yeah. So this is a huge new chapter. Like, yeah. what do you think is in store for it? Whoa. Um, but, like, what's also pushed you to go to Canada? Like, what's been... Because I've done so many snow seasons, I would love to do one, you know, in our northern hemisphere. That's mm-hmm. probably been the biggest push would be the snow season. But also because it is so out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've moved so many times in Australia, but taking it overseas for some reason seems like ten times more scary. Yeah. So I think that realisation is pretty huge in, in regards to, like, why I'm pushing myself. For what it has in store, I've, I'm most excited about, like, the adventure, the people I'm going to meet, their norm, and experiencing that for the first time I think is going to be really amazing. That's going to be And so also fun. just, like, really taking it for granted. Mm-hmm. I, I know I'm so guilty of looking forward to a moment for so long and like I am so hyped on this and then as soon as I'm in that moment I'm not even in, enjoying it I'm already thinking about the next thing yeah. and I really want to make yep. sure that I'm really present while I'm there because I'm so often like I catch myself being very much oh okay I'm here now what's the next thing I'm gonna do yeah yeah and I just want to enjoy a full two years of just in being there and enjoying that and not looking further than that for the meantime anyway it's going to be so exciting i'm so excited so to see exciting all the <laughs> yeah i'm so, i like i can't wait i think it's just going to be like kind of fake until it really mm-hmm. kicks because you booked your tickets and everything before mm-hmm. you even found what you're going to do over i don't there. even have a job or accommodation yeah i don't know yet i'm just literally winging it i literally have I three that. days <laughs> i'm <laughs> i'm literally flying into Kelowna. And I have three days where I'm staying in Kelowna. And then from there, I have no plans booked. So That's so fun, though. 
Oh, You're it's just raw dog in life. I literally <laughs> am. Who am I? This is not. If the if the girls could describe me in high school, they would probably say I was the most organized like freak ever. Like I was so much like I needed to know everything about everything. Yeah. Like I just couldn't do unorganized. Yeah, you had to know every detail. I just needed to know what was going on. I needed to just you know like we sometimes all do. But I'm just there. Yeah, I'm raw dog. I'm raw dog in it. Yeah. Shit. It's yeah. so exciting. I'm just hiring a car and. I've got like a friend with me, mm-hmm. but and her sister. But we're just hiring a car and we're just winging it, winging it. Oh and I think gosh, also, I think so like, I think that's, I think I'd be more stressed in like complete honesty if if I had organised something. Exactly, because then your expectations are set, and yeah. you're like going to be upset if that doesn't happen, time or your time frames pressure. So yeah, actually, like probably yeah. works out well. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure some people would probably like a little bit more stability to know where to go, but the hay looks same here, but we're just, <laughs> we're just winging it. I think sometimes you need to do that too. Cause I, yeah. I do the same thing. Like I have expectations leading up to events all the time. And then when they doesn't go to plan, I'm already like so disappointed in yeah. it. And then I can't even be in that moment or in that time because I'm like, well, it didn't turn out how I wanted it to turn and out. And you're so hell bent on it being exactly how you think. And yeah. it's like, it's like you guys know when you go out for drinks and it's when it's the most spontaneous nights, you have the most fun. Yeah. That's how I'm going to yep. treat Canada. I'm just treating it as like, I'm, I'm just saying to myself, as well, it's just a holiday. It's not even me being there for two years. It's just a holiday. Cause That's if I think true. of it like that, Anything can come from a holiday. Exactly, no, yeah. There's no expectation. You're open to any opportunity that's going to happen? Yeah. How exciting. So exciting. <gasps> so terrifying, but so exciting. The second last question I have is, what is something you would tell your younger self or like your high school? I'm not going to tell myself to stress less because we don't do that. We still stress. Worst case scenario is, you know, you start from the basics again and you work your way back up. Mm-hmm. That's literally always the worst case scenario. I think tell myself that keep being kind because kindness gets you more places. Mm-hmm. That's where it makes you friends. That's where it makes you connections. That's where you get direction. I would also tell my high school self that everything happens for a reason and everything works out as much as it feels like it's not when you're like 19, 20, you know, you just think, oh my God, like it's a minuscule part of your life. Everything works out. You don't need to stress it too much it's not and i know it's really really hard but it does yeah. it just happens to work out always just pick a direction run with it love that and especially to think like you might not see the reasons why something's happened at the moment and you might yeah. think this fucking sucks but it does always play out exactly how you're meant to be and i think if you always just keep in the back of your mind like the universe is going to give me what i can handle yep and the universe always has my best interest at heart is yep. something like a new saying i've said like even if it always has my it best does. interest at heart, even if things aren't going to plan, something better is obviously coming. Like, yeah. it always has my best interest. And no, that's- 99% of things you worry about never happen. So exactly. why not just do it? Yep, just go for it. To wrap it up, because I think this is being great. I, I've loved, I've the loved you this. Said. Thank yes, you so much. Okay. I've enjoyed it Anytime. so much. Maybe we'll do a catch up one <gasps> when you're in Canada. Oh my God, I'd love that. <laughs> tell us how you're going. But no, I've loved this. So the last question is, what is something that you would tell the listeners in their 20s? Like what's a one piece of advice? I know we've probably already touched over so many advice, but. Um, a piece of advice. I would say that don't overthink it. Mm-hmm. There's so many aspects in life where, you know, you might have relationships and work and friends and all this other stuff do what you can manage Mm -hmm. 
and the rest will fall into place. Mm-hmm. But also make sure it is okay to be selfish and say no and, and prioritize yourself, I would say. That was probably the biggest one is learning how to say no yeah, and prioritizing yourself and what you want to do. Because, you know, if you don't want to do that degree, don't do it. If you don't want to take that job, don't do it. If you want to go and be a monk, go be a monk. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Just yeah, look, prioritize yourself over everything else and yeah. Because yeah. I think our twenties are probably like the most selfish years that we can They're meant have. To be, so, I think. so take advantage of yeah. being able to be selfish. Nobody's gonna think, "Fuck, she's rude." Like, I mean, no one. Everyone's gonna probably understand at the end. Like, and life you're is doing busy. It for you. Yeah, she life is, busy. is life is busy. Life is messy, and you know, when a door closes, another one will open. Mm-hmm. And I really strongly believe that. And jump in with both feet. Yeah, don't just like, don't second guess it. Do it for yourself. Like, if yeah. you're going to be selfish, like, you have to be to be able to get where you want to be. You can't just kind of yeah. go and through like, life not saying no. And People-pleasing is yeah. great. Don't get me wrong. I'm advocate for people-pleasing because I am one. But I've had to learn that that only gets you so far. Mm-hmm. And it never really gets you to what you want to do. And yeah. at the end of the day, isn't that what we're all just trying to do is just what we want? Yeah. I guess that would be the the biggest piece of advice yeah yeah that's great oh that was really good (laughs) thanks i've had such thank you so much for doing this this was the best i I feel so honored (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode it was so fun to have you on here lib and can I say thank you so much for having yeah, me? Yeah, of course you can. I'm actually glad that we did it in the car. I hope you can't hear too much noise around, but it was a vibe. it's a bit more intimate. Yeah, it yeah. is a good vibe. I feel like that's kind of your 20s in general. You just like make things work, even if, you know, it might not be the best situation, but you're going to make it work. It's what's the word? It's chaos, but it was divine chaos. Let's call it that. Divine chaos. I've yeah. never heard that before. I like it. Yeah. It's like divine time. I was going to say, that's Liv's next tattoo. That's all it. Just divine chaos. <laughs> cute leave it with me <laughs> well thank you Lib thank you no thank you so much for having me it was such a pleasure and it was so nice talking to you this has been a joy well thank you guys for listening I hope you did enjoy this episode please make sure to follow us on Spotify or any streaming platform because we're now on all streaming platforms Apple Podcast Google Podcast Amazon Music we're on the lot so please make sure to go rate and review the podcast. It really helps out a lot. And as always, if you want any updates, be sure to follow on Instagram. That is dear.20s.podcast on Instagram. I will have all the girls' Instagrams linked down below if you want to check them out. Follow Lib on her Canada journey. Thanks, guys. <laughs> and, yeah, we'll see you all very soon. Bye. 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 <laughs>